Disability Talks with Shane. Talking all things disability. Today on the podcast, I'm chatting with Alyssa McIntyre, who is the NDIS Support Unit Coordinator with ADEC, specialist in supporting people from ethnic backgrounds. Welcome to the podcast, Alyssa. Hi, thanks for having me, Shane. It's a pleasure to be, to be on here. Thank you. What does ADEC do and what is your role? So I am the NDI Support Unit Coordinator here at ADEC. And well, ADEC stands for Action on Disability Within Ethnic Communities, but most of the time we just go by ADEC because that's a bit of a mouthful. And um, my role at ADEC is just to basically monitor and manage our NDIS programs. Um, but ADEC, we've been around for a while. Um, we've been providing uh, community capacity building projects, aged care services, and um, also disability services since 1981. That's when we were first wow. established. Yeah, so we've been around for a while um, and we've had a few different um, forms and uh, sort of programs that we have been doing um, because obviously, well, the disability space in particular has changed a lot. Um, especially with the NDIS coming through. So we've had to adapt with the sort of the space and the different funding programs. And um, as you can guess from our name, um, because we have the sort of the ethnic word in there, we really try to support people from a disability um, that may be from a non-English speaking background because they can face quite a few additional barriers due to their culture or languages or even um, their background, if they may have had a traumatic background um, potentially in their home country. It can really affect how they access services and even how they understand and think about their own disability. So we really try to um, yeah, build their independence and capacity within the Australian disability space so that they can get all the all the necessary supports and services um, that they need in regards to their disability. Yeah. What are some of the areas you support under the NDIS? So we have a few different things available for um, people with a disability. So we have uh, programs that people can use their NDIS funding for, but also we have a few free services that basically anybody can access if they have a disability or if they're, or if they're a carer of somebody with a disability or a family member or something like that. So we have um, two services that people can use their NDIS funding for. So one of them is our disability support program. So that's just basically support workers that may go into the home for personal care assistance, domestic assistance. That could be showering, dressing helping them with the laundry, general cleaning in the home, maybe popping out to do um, grocery shopping or even just generalised community access. So if the person really enjoys going to the cinema, going to the museum, um, going to the beach, um, going out to cafes, because obviously Melbourne love, love the cafe culture. Um, so just allowing them to go out and do what they, what they love to do and their hobbies and explore new interests because, well, a lot of people have been um, well, isolated for the past two years, but especially those with disabilities because they face additional concerns and worries, especially during the COVID times um, and having to factor that in. So we really want to try to support people 
um, to go out into the community um, and for them to feel as safe as possible whilst pursuing their passions, really. So we try to match up our clients with people that they that they would like as a support worker. Um, so as I mentioned, a lot of our clients are from a non-English-speaking background. So we, if they would like a support worker that speaks a certain language, we try to find that for them or if they're from maybe a similar background to them, similar cultural background to them, we'll try to match that up also. And we also try to match up hobbies and personalities so so that that, um, that professional relationship can really build and blossom and um, the the client, the participant here can really get as much as they possibly can from, from the services that we provide. So, um, so that's one of the NDIS services. The other one is plan management. So this is something that people need specifically put into their NDIS plan. So if they don't have that in their plan, they really need to talk to their local area coordinator about that. Um, and then they can assist to maybe get that funding in their plan for that. So basically a plan manager is somebody who can take away all the stress and the worry and the administrative burden of an NDIS plan in regards to the finances and invoicing and everything like that. So they would receive all the invoices from the person's service providers and get your approval to then pay on your behalf. So they do all of the background work and you don't have to worry about that at all. They monitor your budget too to make sure you're not spending too much and that it will last your whole plan um, and also to make sure that it, it lines up with um, the NDIS operational guidelines and legislation and everything because as we all know, the NDIS is a, can be a confusing space with so many sort of rules that we need to keep to. So having somebody there for you, a plan manager, that makes sure it's all um, basically above board and ticks all the boxes and is accurate, that can um, mean that people with an NDIS plan can sort of rest easy because they have that person, that plan manager, doing all of that for them. So it is the participant's choice how they would like to manage their plan um, and plan management by a plan manager is one of those options. So you don't necessarily need to prove that you would like a plan manager because I know with a lot of NCIS services and requests, you need to prove and show evidence and documentation. But in this regard, all you would need to say is talk to, yeah, talk to your LAC or in your next review meeting, um, say that you would like a plan manager to look after the finances for you. And they and then NDIA can allocate you some funding to do that so that you can have a plan manager to, to provide that service for you. Um, so it should be fairly easy for most people to access if they want that type of funding and that type of support. Um, and then once they have the funding, then they can reach out to providers such as ADEC and we can line you up with a plan manager who can sort of explain your plan to you so you know a little bit more about that. And then um, you can link your current providers that might be giving you services in with your plan manager and then they can take it from there and all invoices can come straight to the plan manager um, and we can run them past you just to make sure they're all um, accurate, that the correct hours and everything like that. Um, and then we would give you, we will process all those invoices on your behalf and pay your providers so you don't have to worry about that 
and also give you some monthly statements. So every month we'll send out a statement to you to let you know where your budget is sitting and how much funding is left because some people may have 12-month plans, some people may even now be going up to sort of three years or even more, we're seeing them stretch out. So we really need to be able to make sure we're budgeting correctly over that time period and those monthly statements mean that the participants um, knows how their money is being, their funding, sorry, is being used really. So they're the two services, the Disability Support Program for Support Workers and our Plan Management Program. They're the two that people can use their NDIS funding for. We have a few others that are that are free and that people don't need to be an NDIS participant necessarily or to um, have allocated funding for. So one of them is our NDIS Review and Appeals Program. So people can reach out to us um, for support to submit. It could be an internal review with the NDIA or even an external review with the AAT, the NDIA. So that's the NDIA is the National Disability Insurance Agency. They're the ones that basically monitor the NDIS and make sure it's um, it, it's going along as it should be and everybody's getting their funding and, and everything like that, making their decisions about people's plans. So that's the government agency that looks after it. Um, so people can, if people maybe aren't, um, provided access to the NDIS, um, they may want to review that decision and they can do an internal review. Our appeals officers can assist to do that, navigate the space, um, assist to provide evidence um, and just to make sure that everything's going along as it should. Um, sometimes that internal review isn't successful and that can be rejected. If that's the case, then we can take it up to the AAP which is the Administrative Appeals Tribunal. So that's then called an external review because it's external to the NDIA. So it's a, it's a different group of people that are looking at this um, neutrally, really. So that's free for anybody who's received a decision from the NDIA, so the agency, that they're not exactly happy about. So, so that one, um, you don't need to have any funding at all. You don't even need to be an NDIA participant. And you can reach out to us for that type of support. So there are our NDIS programs that we we have at AJEC. Can you arrange interpreters if needed? Yes, that's a really good question, and that's something that not a lot of people from a non-English speaking background um, don't know about. So all NDIS participants have access to free interpreting through the TIS service. What's that um, anyway? So TIS is Translating and Interpreting Services. It's a national, um, federally funded program that uh, all NDIS registered providers should have access to. So if there's a participant that maybe doesn't speak English and they would like uh, an interpreter, they can call TIS directly if they want, but they can also ask their NDIS provider to contact TIS to set up an interpreter. So they don't need to have allocated funding in their plan to access interpreting. It's all free and paid by the government. So, so they don't have to worry about worry about that and having additional funding. Um, it should all be covered um, if they're an NDIS participant. That including now, uh, go on. So now in terms, so that's the spoken languages. 
But in terms of uh, Auslan, people do need to have allocated funding in their plan for that. But that would just be happening at the, you would discuss that at your um, review meeting, planning meeting with your local area coordinator or planner, whoever you're meeting, just so they can factor that into your plan. Can you share a bit about your art program? So, yes, we have been running a program called ArtAbility for quite a few years now. ADEC's gotten some some great grants to be able to provide this this program to sort of two different areas within Melbourne that we have this program running within the Darabin area in Melbourne and then also in Melton in the West. So we have a program of workshops where people can come along, they can make some artwork, they can sort of trial new new methods of art um, and new materials and it's in a group context. So people get to meet others and chat about their art and maybe learn a few new things from their peers that they didn't know before. And then um, at the end of that uh, workshop process, we have an exhibition um, when all the participants um, get to actually exhibit their pieces um, publicly and people can come through and view them and actually purchase them if, if they maybe find a connection with, with one of the pieces, which is always really amazing. So we actually have our exhibition coming up in um, so on the 19th of May to the 19th of June at the Jika Jika Community Centre in Northcote. We'll be having the exhibition open there for people to come through and, and have a look. Um, and also on the 19th of May from 5.30 to 7.30, we'll be having our opening night um, celebration. So if anybody's in the area or, or keen to have a look at the exhibition, come along to the opening night or just come through um, at some point during the week, um, during that month really that it's open and have a look at some of the, the wonderful art that we, that we have ex- exhibited up there. Um, it's quite a special um, ex- exhibition. We've been doing it for quite a few years and some of the art is, is absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm not that gifted in the arts myself, so um, it's always amazing to see what some people produce. So would welcome anybody who's interested in that to come along. And maybe for next year, um, if you live in the Darabin or Melton um, areas, to, to reach out to us and express some interest. So when we come around to doing our workshops next year, we can reach out to you and can set you up to be involved. How do we find out more? So to find out more about ADEC, um, you can reach out to any of our offices. So we have a few offices dotted around Melbourne. So we have one in Preston, which is our head office. Then we also have one in Dandenong, um, Werribee, and a new one we've just opened up in Melton. So if you're nearby, you can always drop in and chat to somebody there, but you can also... Um, reach out to us and give us a call on nine four eight zero seven triple zero, or email our reception. So there's, or, or even contact us on our website. Um, so there's quite a few different ways you can reach out to us. If you, as I mentioned, if you need an interpreter, you can send us a, a, a reach us via our phone and just even say a language, and we can call you back with an interpreter and have a bit of a chat about what you might be needing. So any way that people need to reach us you can get us basically thanks very much for time today no worries my pleasure Shane and I have to say listen to a few of your podcasts in the past and 
they've been they've been really insightful and it's great to hear somebody yourself with a disability being visible in the media so thanks for having me on board thank you that was another episode of disability talk with shane for more episodes check us out on spotify or check us a like on socials mm-hmm.